Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we are back here with the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I am your host, the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam. And also is joining me back for the second week in a row. It wasn't a consistent week, but the last episode y'all heard, he was here. And that that is also, I still call him the host of the no uh, of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Excuse me. And that is the anime hero, Swag on Zero. Uh, I just got a random promotion for no gimmicks needed. The I'm, I'm the host of that now. Yeah, I I, I had to yeah. catch myself. <laughs> uh, because, I'm the host of that. I don't because, know what to talk about. I about to say if you're the host over there, you, you ain't gonna be there. Like let's uh, MGK and Logan Paul are the best wrestlers known to man. Let's debate. <laughs> I'm going to reserve my comment. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, died, they don't come out till July. You, you flipping your stuff right. <laughs> Flipping oh, your desk right now. Oh, I can't wait to make content on that. I'm gonna stomp them out. Like, you just gonna bully them. I'm like, yeah, this, this is personal. Just you're let him. Right. <laughs> this is personal. Just let him. You're damn right. <laughs> hey, you know, so, and, and this game got bruises and blood and stuff. That oh yeah. The longer the match go on, the more fucked up you get. Give him the blackest of eyes. Oh yeah, it's gonna him out okay but uh, here there so we are back here with the nerdgasm talk podcast uh a lot of things have happened in the recent weeks since the last time we have talked but we had some big news that has dropped and i mean we might as well just jump right on into the into the shenanigans here and that is warner brothers uh has well has now been bought off by discovery and now yes. it is being called, now it's being called Warner Brothers Discovery. And along with that discovery package, it's kind of like Disney with their package. And now, you know, they, they, they got the Fox and they got ESPN on certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, and they got National Geographic on certain things. So they, well, say they're here with Discovery. They got that. They got Warner Brothers, Warner Media. Uh, there's talk of CNN come, uh, being brought over. Dang. So... Yeah, and, and, I mean, and this is going to be the way of, you know, how, how things are uh, going because cable is about to just be nothing. Yeah, and, cable don't exist anymore. And to be honest with you, the only time I... I these are the things I use cable for. Mm-hmm. NBA TV. Mm-hmm. Raw SmackDown. You're right. Baby shows for my daughter. <laughs> the so, trilogy. Say what? The trilogy. Yeah. So those are the the, the big things I use cable for. Everything else I get on streaming service. And you can and don't get me wrong, you can get her stuff on streaming services, but sometimes I ain't got time to be like, you know, when you want to leave a child 
in the room watching TV when you're still in the same room? Because somebody be like, you're living a child unattended. Listen, when I'm like in the kitchen <laughs> and she's in the living room and she's watching TV, it's great to have a consistent thing. Then they got the baby commercials and all that kind of stuff like that. They promote the next thing. That's fine. Instead of just saying, okay, you just see a big picture saying next episode will start in 20 seconds. You know, kids' minds are impatient, Okay. And they, and they ain't ready for all that. And then I got to be like, are you still watching such and such? I'm like, oh, God. Right. And then, trust me, there's a couple times that my daughter, I, I would put cocoa melon on for her. Let me tell you something. Cocoa melon is crack for these kids. Okay? <laughs> I don't know if you heard about the phenomenon known as cocoa melon. But no. you put that on, they are locked in. Every kid from every race and creed is locked in to these big-headed, water-headed children singing. Oh, they got it on a headlock. Yeah, oh, bro. It's, <laughs> my door sat there for two hours straight didn't move. Just watched it. Dag. Ran down my Nintendo Switch battery like crazy. Dag. Yeah, and I was just like, but let me tell you something. When that don't say, are you still watching? She screamed, my dad, what the hell's going on? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. So yeah, those those are the reasons why I use kale, but neither here or there. Mm. Uh Discovery closed its forty three billion dollar deal with Warner Media Media, joining one of the largest producers of reality programming. Uh and it brings a lot of new things for Warner Brothers. So a lot of people saying, Well, what's going to go what, what's happening? Discovery, like why would Discovery want to join Warner Brothers? I'm like, hold on y'all, just cause y'all don't watch Discovery Channel. Y'all know how big Discovery is, okay? So, uh, uh, th- this is a this is actually a good move for a lot of things. And we got um, the new CEO named David Zasloff. I probably could pronounce that right. That's wrong. a name. Yeah, that's a name. <laughs> <for real. laughs> and he is in here, and he wants to make some changes. Right. He actually got rid of some of the old Warner Brothers staff and got in some some new people already. Mm-hmm. They're making some changes, so. Obviously, this is not going to be a big business breakdown. This is not Wall Street. This is not something about the numbers. This is the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Y'all want to hear about our nerd opinion about certain things. And that comes with the DCEU. Yep. So, David Soslov, uh was like, he wants to turn DC into his own solidified content vertical like Marvel has. Yeah. Actually, he wants to do it more like Disney has because there is Disney, Bob Iger, and Disney, and under that umbrella falls Disney, uh, Disney Animated, Pixar, yep. Lucasfilms, uh, Marvel. You know, all all those properties fall under that umbrella, and each one of those properties have their own set of things to to for people to work at them. Right. Which means, so, the people that's working on Marvel content is not working on Star Wars content. The right. people that's working on Disney Pixar stuff is not working on Disney Animated. So, in other words, people that's working on Encanto and Turning Red are not the people that's working on, uh, what, was the, what was the most recent Pixar movie? Uh, Turning Red. So, that was Pixar. Yep. Yeah, oh, God, my, my daughter loves Turning Red. I love that movie. That was a great movie. When I say she loves it, I record it. My daughter does the whole intro of the movie. Oh, oh, dang. Okay. She does the whole intro. She runs around the house saying, Mimi! She does all this stuff. And she loves her four times. She's like, oh my, 
Oh my, dead serious. I have recorded Sway. We got to check it out. And when I see the whole intro, I mean everything from the cartwheel to the falling down, to the opening, to everything, to the assembling of the friends, to everything. Oh, okay, yeah, she's in it, in it. Yeah, she's in the Turner Red. I, and then, you know, uh, we thought she would be into, into Encanto, but no, Turner Red is her, that's her sugar right there. Yeah, I, look, I, I think Encanto is uh, overrated, but I oh, fought that battle. I, I don't, I'm not even going to continue fighting that battle. Look, look, <laughs> I said I, what I, I said. I, said. I, said I like Encanto, but hold on. Ain't none of them still better than Raya. Raya was my, was my, my shit, okay? Wait, what? Raya and the Last Dragon? Oh, yeah, no, way Raya, better. Raya, Raya was, was way my, better. Raya shut all that down, okay? Raya was way better. Yeah. <laughs> Raya shut all that down. I love Raya, so... Yeah, Raya was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I still, I, I still fight that good fight. I think I probably yeah. one of the only fans of Luca. I like Luca, so Luca was good. Yeah. Luca was good. So they have these different umbrellas, and Warner Brothers has the same different umbrellas because they have DC, they have uh, Mortal Kombat, they have mm-hmm. uh, Harry Potter, they have a lot of things under their umbrella. Also, Lord of the Rings and things like that. That. Right. Certain studios, certain people that know the core thing needs to work on. Now, let's not, let's not get the one thing straight out here. But Warner Brothers, by some of the problems I just named, have been very successful. The Harry Potter series has been hugely successful for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Same I mean, as, despite, as how these, uh, despite how these uh, Fantastic Beast movies are going. Yeah. Now, once again, like I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I, I, I'm That's my sister right there. And, you know, I don't go out to see the Fantastic Beast movies or the Harry Potter stuff. I know the game is coming out and all that stuff like that. You know, me know. But when it comes to something like, oh, I don't know, Mortal Kombat, because last year, remember, for my best and worst of 2021, I said everything from Mortal Kombat this year sucked. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Yep. So now he wants to do this kind of thing like uh, a Kevin Feige over at Marvel. Now, before we get to that, he's he wants to kind of do that, but also kind of uh, move in a different direction. And here's the, here is the uncomfortable truth: the Snyderverse is dead. It's done. Well, I mean, it's not like we, it's, it's not like we was getting it anyway. So, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying. But I, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, there's problems now. But I'm saying, but the the Snyderverse is dead, which it sucks. And I was watching, I watched my, my uh, movie channel, so people that actually work in the business from John Campion to Grace Randolph, because you know my girl mm-hmm. Grace, we right. argue about movies, but when it comes to like the business, she know her shit. Right. So, uh, of course, when it comes to the Warner Brothers exec, because I just think that they set the Steinerverse up to fail. Mm-hmm. And when it came to, because they said the numbers weren't there for HBO Max, uh, the subscriptions didn't jump a whole lot, a lot of people didn't finish watching it, because the original plan was to release an hour part each week for four weeks. Right, I remember that. That would have been better. I think it would have been easier to digest, because she made a good point when I was watching her video. So, once again, everybody go check out Beyond the Trailer, if you guys are into Grace Random. I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. Uh, she was saying because people who break stuff down, or even kind of how we do TV experience, if you watch one part, you will sit there 
people, content creators will make stuff about this, will go out and explain what's going on. People will be like, oh, it really is different. And right. it, it can build up expectation to watch part two. Asking somebody, right. asking a casual fan that just want to watch a Justice League movie to sit through a four hour Justice League movie, that's, I could give you 99% of them won't do that. I had trouble watching the three hour Batman movie. I didn't, but I'm just saying, but I understand. No, I'm just from. saying, like, yeah, like, as a casual, it's like, that. that's a lot of time. Yeah, it is a lot of time, to, to, especially when the attention span is all like this. Yep. So, it it, it wasn't, it wasn't, I guess, presented in the right way, and people keep saying it won an Oscar, did I win an Oscar, those were just media awards that should, probably should have been in the first place, and it's just, it's all over the place. So, what I first thought was, um, I thought David Salzloff was coming here to try to find another Kevin Feige, which, in my personal opinion, you can't. Right. And the also thing is, what people don't understand about Kevin Feige is, because first of all, when they found Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige wasn't great. Yeah, he wasn't Kevin Feige. No, Kevin Feige, did, he, he did a gamble that just happened to work, because Kevin Feige has produced... 14 Marvel movies before the MCU. Yep. And those was either 13 or 14. And when I say producers, that that includes the Brian Singer's X-Men movies. Yeah, I remember. He recorded some of the bad ones. I mean, uh, produced some of the bad ones. Yeah. Punisher. Sorry, Q-Flow. Both of them was bad. Uh, Horrible. 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 Uh, <laughs> Warzone and the regular one. Horrible. They're, they're, they're both terrible. Uh... Daredevil, mm-hmm. Raimi Spider Man. I don't. I think it was. I uh, maybe Hulk. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the lot of the early Marvel movie stuff. He was producing on that one. Them things sucked. Right. So, but you know, he comes into the MCU, and then all of a sudden they have this creative idea, and that this idea just takes off. Right. And now we're at the MCU today. However, you know, there to me, I know I'm gonna get a lot of flag for this, but I think the DC, the MCU, has fallen off the, from where it used to be. I agree. It, hey, to to me, I'm not as excited to see MCU movies as I was before. Exactly, because right right now I feel as though I don't, I don't know what the the the, the, the actual problem or thing could could be, but it. But there, there have been cracks in the foundation. Mm-hmm. I think at, at, once Endgame happened, and I had some issues with Endgame also. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I feel as though Marvel has a has a tendency, especially in the in in I would say in the end of Phase Three, going into Phase Four, that they build up these crazy ass expectations mm-hmm. and don't deliver on them. On, on on certain things, not all things. That's an unpopular opinion. Right. So what we have here for DC, he's trying to do the same thing. Now the question is, what happens with the DC properties going forward? Right. Because Walter Hamada is still in charge of the DC properties, and then he's still he's still running that section until twenty twenty three. So the projects that he got coming out from Aquaman two to the Flash. To Black Adam, to DC Super Pets, to uh, Blue Beetle and Batgirl, those are six projects 
that are coming out to the point where it's just like they may not even count. Right. You know, because right now they're looking at the Batman and Joker. Right. Joker being an Academy Award winning movie and the Batman probably for maybe makeup or something like that could, could be an Academy Award winning movie. We right. Don't, we, we don't know that until next year, but that's a that's a possibility. We right. don't we don't necessarily necessarily know, but that Batman could be the next stepping stone of the new DC universe that, they, that they're trying to go for. And also, there has been reports also, like I said, when I was also watching Grace Randolph, because she she talks to more of the people that's inside Hollywood. That David Soslov is instead of doing the whole. Marvel, Kevin Feige having one person oversee the whole thing. They still mm-hmm. want to have directors have their own vision, but bring somebody in to keep it consistent of what the whole story is trying to be. Right. It could work. It could not work. But now, quick question: Do you yeah. feel like we need a DCEU? Because I think these standalone movies are fine. I think, unfortunately, from popular demand we do okay no 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 not popular demand i'm just talking your opinion strictly. In, in, in my opinion yes because you can't start something not finish it okay and also it in my personal opinion it gives certain movies more meaning such as this if these are just standalone movies of a director saying let me do a interpretation of something different i'm tired of seeing batman to be honest with you yeah, I'm sick of Batman. Okay, it's always we've had Batman evolve like crazy. <laughs> That's like been the number one DC hero that has been evolving since the '60s. Right. Now, I'm talking about in in um, media. Right. And then you go to Superman, and then they they try Superman, and people you know just turn their face up at it, and it's like okay, that's fine, but then. Right now, we live in a world where things are connecting, like, cross... I remember back in the day when crossover used to mean something. hmm Nowadays, it doesn't. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of the casuals have taken over. Yeah. And that's, that, is your, that is your money. And right now, if there's going to be no more Snyderverse, and you do a Justice League movie, because you have to do another Justice League movie, it may not be a continuation of the Snyderverse Justice League movie, but it will still have to be in a Justice League movie. I, you don't want to get five new people and then have five different movies of those same heroes played by different people. Right. So it it, it, it takes it, it takes that takes that in my personal opinion the monotony of it. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I I have talked a lot. What is your opinion of, of this whole thing? Uh, I'm glad that someone wants to oversee and give uh, different branches to the different properties because that will make it a lot more consistent in the background of everything uh, and not having too many hands in the same pot because uh-huh. that's usually the problem with it. It's like, there's nothing wrong with a buffet, but if you see it, how can I put this? There's nothing wrong with a buffet. But if I'm going to a place and I just want Chinese food, I'm going to a Chinese store. Mm. I'm not going to go to a buffet if I'm if I'm feeling Chinese food. 
And I think that's the issue that DC is had. Warner Brothers was having with DC and everything. They're trying to have everything put together, but they just did not have a clear vision of what they wanted to do. Uh, back to what you were saying about uh, Marvel and how like everything after Endgame, we're just like is is not as quote unquote great. I think what um, because back then we had a blueprint of where we were heading. We knew we were heading to get Thanos. Right now, we're so confused because we got Celestials, we got the multiverse, we got we we got too many things going on. Yeah, right now that we don't know what's the clear. It, we got uh, Kang. I yeah. the first thing they need is a blueprint. That the first thing DC need is a blueprint. Where are we going? Where are you guys heading? Because once we get that, the it the best way to write the story is to have the ending for uh, done first. Yeah. So that's that's the main goal that uh, DC Warner Brothers Discovery needs to do. I, uh, you know, because I, I I think they will want to be like, okay, we need to build the dark side, and how do we get to Apocalypse War, basically, right? Kind of like that. And then where where do we start from? How do we how do we build it? Because see now TV shows. Are coming into play, yeah. And and they did a good thing with, with Peacemaker and 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 the Suicide Squad. And see that so right now they they are so over the pl- all over the place to the point where it's just like fans are really confused. Like, well, a lot of ca- all the cast was confused, and some of the yeah. diehards are <laughs> confused. Yeah, I'm confused. I don't know what's canon, what's not. Yeah, I, it's, it's kind of like because I know. The Suicide Squad is a DCU. I know Peacemaker is a DCU. I yeah. know that uh, Black Adam, Flash, and Aquaman are all part of the DCEU. I know that uh, Blue Beetle is supposed to be, and mm-hmm. I don't know what Batgirl lands into. But then on top of it, I don't. But when it comes to, they said the Joker is not part of that, and it also same thing with the Batman. I'm like, I see. Then you like, okay, so. If you if you also want to make this make this movie sport, I don't think people are here for sport anymore, right? Especially with the same character, because now when you make a Just League movie, you, you're asking yourself, well, what's what's going to be the what's going to be the Batman? And if you fall in love with somebody already, mm-hmm. and then, then then you switch it up to for somebody that we gotta we we gotta adapt to again, that don't do nothing. Because right. right now, if there's a Justice League movie, people may say, well, I want to see the Robert Patterson's Batman. But then some people may say, well, he's young. I want to see Batflick back. Well, Ben Affleck's done. Well, what about Christian Bale? It's like, well, he's done too. And then, well, Michael Keaton's coming back. I'm like, well, 70-year-old Michael Keaton should be playing my, my Batman in a Justice League movie. <laughs> right. To be honest with you. I think... It's very the, confusing. I, I think the, the idea... It's good, but I think there's still some things that need to be ironed out first mm-hmm. before they really try to get into because it's, it's a lot of problems. Like, for me, when it comes to Mortal Kombat, I was like, I don't know, y'all had the resources right there. Right. How did y'all fuck this up? And they did because, and I'll be honest with you, people that was Mortal Kombat fans and stuff like that, they was more in, they, they were more Liking it because we just got a Mortal Kombat movie, right? And I'm just like, no, 
But it was like that with Suicide Squad as well. The very first one. So like, all you had to do was copy a song on Arkham. That's all you had to do. And, like, and, the movie it, was made. <laughs> but that, that that was Warner Bros. trying to compete with mm-hmm. Marvel. But you... And, and, and like I said, with, everybody's to fault for DC's failures. Yep. I believe everybody... I think mostly the suits, but also the... The fan backlash and, and the toxic fandom and how we try to take over a lot of things, that mm-hmm. also caused problems in there also. Right. Sometimes we think we know what's best and we really don't know what's best. I'm yeah. not in that business. And I'm not and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Warner Bros. released something that was, you know, cool. But I would say, but to the point, they, they felt as though to match what Mark, I really think they looked at it was just like, Huh, Guards of the Galaxy. There are these no-name heroes, like they at the bottom of the barrel heroes, and they go and they get uh, a, a successful movie. The bo- Suicide Squad is the bottom of the barrel villains. Why can't we do the same thing? But y'all, but the problem is they're telling a Marvel story. They can have big entities in there like Thanos. They can have big things in there like Ego. They can have those kind of things because it's all part of a story. Right. That whole Enchantress thing was no, was not necessary. Yeah. it Because it, it wasn't part of what, the story that y'all was trying to get at. If y'all had told the story like it was supposed to be told, you know, said that we wouldn't have this problem. Right. And also, <clears throat> we don't know how the DCE would the DCEU would look if they had just stuck to the plan. Right. If they didn't get Kofi and there was like, cause remember Batman v Superman was supposed to come out the same day when the soldier, I mean, uh, civil war was supposed to come out. Yeah. I remember that. And they pushed back on that. Okay. So, yeah. uh, and thank God they did. Mm-hmm. Thank God they did, because they would because that, that would have been, been something. <laughs> that that would have been something. But also, I do believe if y'all released the the ultimate edition of that against Civil War, you never know how how how, how things could how things could go. But once again, it, it was more about them. They they took a risk that they weren't comfortable with, and they pulled back on the risk, which I think that's one of the things that um. The first Ninja Turtles did, yeah. And the reason why I was I had my I had my problems with it. they because I could tell the movie they took a risk. They got scared because of the fan base, and they pulled back, which made it more confusing and more worse. Yeah, and I feel like the second one they were like, "Look, we just just had fun with it," and you could tell. Yeah, you don't start something if you do not intend to finish it. And if it's a failure, you learn from it. Yeah. Because now you're doing... This whole restore the Snyderverse thing would have never happened if we just did it that way from Jump Street. Yeah. And if they did not like it. Because people say that they would like it back then, they probably wouldn't have. But if they didn't like it back then, then they could be like, all right, Zach, this ain't the way to go. Yep. We, okay... We're canceling your vision, and we're going somewhere else. And then we would have known, and then they, 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 we probably had another different Justice League movie by now, without the whole we stored a, a Snyderverse thing, right? But they didn't do that. 
Imagine if Marvel t- took a gamble, but then pulled back on it. Started with the first Iron Man. It was it was a gamble. Yeah. Nobody knew the movies crossed over until the post credit scene of the Incredible Hulk. Even with Nick Fury coming at the end, talk about some the Avengers Initiative. They, I was like, they just gonna probably find four random dudes. Yeah. To, to, and to just be, call a movie call Avengers. Call Avengers with Robert I. Jr. leading the charge because Robert I. Jr. is is just coming back into acting. That's what I thought was going to happen. Until I see Robert Downey Jr. at the end of The Incredible Hulk, I said, wait a minute. Mm. This movie comes in with that? That was a big risk. So now, that I'm that right there made people want to go see Thor. Right. Made people, well, actually, I'm sorry. Iron Man 2. And then when, when that little Easter egg worked in The Incredible Hulk and then Iron Man 2 came out, and then... Right. The, they they showed that uh, Thor uh, Mjolnir in in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh shit! I gotta go see Thor. Now right. I gotta see Captain America: First Avenger, and then we get the adventure, and then the rest is history. It kept you more interested. It kept you more interested. If they had just said, "Look, this is a different Superman," because if you look at the Man of Steel, from from Man of Steel mm-hmm. to Batman v Superman to Justice League. Probably to another Man of Steel movie, to whatever uh, Zack Snyder was planning with Justice League Two, mm-hmm. or in just type of thing that that's a whole Superman arc right there. Yeah, that's a whole new version, darker version of a Superman arc. But we, but but people could just not get past that next snap. Mm-hmm. And when that when nobody can get past that next snap. They panicked. And I mean panicked. <laughs> I didn't give t- I, I I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't give two shits about the next net. Zah had like, to go. I'm like, he knew. <laughs> He's a new superhero. People, people, people make all kinds <laughs> of excuses. The family could have got through. I'm like, bro, let me have some lasers beaming on your ass in a corner. And you talk about so I'm like, go ahead, run, run. run. Why are you trying to run it? People I remember someone said it was like he could have just flew up and, and caused more damage to the city that y'all also had a problem with. Exactly. It doesn't matter uh, right now. This man is. It ain't like he he can't. He 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 was a fucking farmer. People gotta understand that he's a farmer. I was like, y'all worry about the wrong thing. Jonathan Kent didn't have to die like that. Okay, yeah, that, that, that's the only thing about me. I hate it. <laughs> That, that was, was like, come on, you could have saved him. Y'all said y'all wanted a real Superman. Y'all said y'all wanted a Superman that, that punches people because they the Superman y'all wanted, they gave it to y'all. And Superman Returns, y'all didn't want it. Y'all didn't like that movie. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, that movie was long and boring, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Superman, Superman Returns yep. was long and boring with Kevin Spacey. I'm just like, that's the one, that's Superman y'all want? That's Superman, I'm sorry, it's boring. Right. Give me a Superman that has that that other than a Jonathan Kent thing has challenges. Y'all fell in love with the realistic take on, on on the Batman. Well, here's the realistic take on the Superman. So you mean to tell me if if, if I'm if I found an alien and I'm hiding from the U.S. government and you mean to tell me so some is it a is it, is 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 it the best move to have him hide like? 
I don't think people understand how deep that that conversation was that he was having with Jonathan Kent outside on the truck. Where he was just like, "So what am I supposed to do? Just let them die?" He was like, "Maybe, right?" Because I don't know what I'm doing here. I was like, "That that don't get to me. I don't get enough credit." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "That's how you would handle it in a real life situation." Because he's not Superman, okay? You know what I'm saying? Right. How do you discipline a child like that? If I spank that child, that, that child could kill me with a blink, literally. <laughs> That's true. Like, like, did anybody ever think of that? Like, how do you discipline a child like that? Even if it ain't got, even got to be about spanking. It's just about, you know, time for you to go to bed. He don't need sleep. Yeah. Okay, you know, say like it's it's time for you to eat, and then and then somebody made a, a movie about that called Brightburn. Like, oh, yeah, this is what happened. That that's that, that's fucking scary. Yep. And even with all that being said, he still went out there to be Superman. He 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 got the suit, and he was like, but okay, so I like how people talk about something. He's supposed to go out there and you know help people. Yeah, how he knew how. But he's still learning this stuff, so they, they, they get a huge beat down. That Man of Steel movie, to me, was great. But yep, they, I loved it. But that's the movie that gave Warner Brothers the cold feet because everybody was so pissed about that next snap and about everything else. And I'm just like, if people don't... Somebody the other day, uh, side note, did a Batman kill count of movies, right? Yeah. And I was like, he said, yeah, y'all forgot how many times Batman killed, right? But y'all get on us about Ben Affleck. In Which, the newest Batman movie? Huh? In the newest Batman movie? We're talking about from Michael Keaton to Val oh, Kilmer oh, dang. to George Clooney. Well, they was pulling out a racket. <laughs> they, they was... yeah, because everybody keeps talking about something like, like Ben Affleck's the only one that killed somebody. I'm like, first of all, why can't Batman have an arc? Right. The purpose of him doing this, they, they, they it ain't like he's... He woke up with his like. First of all, Batman's fucking mentally insane. Okay. Yeah, he is not okay. He's like, not okay. Can we, can we like actually tell us like he yeah. is not okay? That man is not okay. Ba- okay. That man is not a hero. Let's, okay. <laughs> he is not a hero. He is a vigilante. It, exactly to the point where that whole thing and he just snapped because he's human. He snapped. He killed. Okay. You, you want to know how I know Batman's not okay? He has enough money to fund the whole city for therapy. Yeah, he'll do it. Nope. I'm going to dress as a bat. Exactly. And, and scare the living <laughs> shit out of these people. And it don't, it don't, it, it don't make sense to me. And, cause, and I'm like, he lost, he lost somebody that he cared about. He snapped. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing about Superman was a redemption arc. That's what the movie was trying to tell you. So when we yep. get to the end, Batman goes back to being Batman. Right. But we gotta get there, people. Now I'm going. I'm not gonna. Lie. I was one of the people that was a little. It was like that was jarring. The whole killing. I was like, okay, whoa. Like I wasn't ready for that. But it did take until like the end of the movie to be like, okay, that okay, that was an arc. Yeah, I, I it was mean, just like, like it, again, it's jarring to see the the way he was killing and the amount he was killing. Well, anyway, guys, every, every time we talk about DC and stuff like that, I, I go on a major rant. So I apologize about that. But 
I do hope great success for them. I hope they get this one, but I hope they get Mortal Kombat right also. Yeah, I, 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 hope, I, I, I hope the I hope they get the flash right because he's been putting up triple double numbers on the scoreboard ooh, for how I'm many glad arrests you he's doing. brought up Ezra Miller because this swag boy, bro, you ain't rusty at all. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, <laughs> like, can you stay out of trouble? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I hear Will Smith said nobody else. No, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you I'm, know. That's what I'm saying, but uh, hey, hey look. <laughs> uh, well, Ezra Miller got arrested again. He's back in the news. And this time, the Flash and Fantastic Beast star uh, was arrested again after assault uh, uh, for the for, for, second-degree assault after an incident at a residence in Paha, Hawaii. P-A-H-O-A has an accent over the A. So I, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to be honest. So I'm saying Hawaii. Uh, yeah. On April nineteenth, twenty twenty two, according to police, uh, there in Hawaii, uh, responded when someone uh, was injured at a get together at a private residence. Uh, Ezra allegedly became irate after being asked to leave and reportedly threw a chair, striking a twenty six uh, year old female on the forehead, resulting in an approximately half inch cut. Authorities. I didn't know that. Authorities uh, stated the star was arrested at 1.30 a.m. after being located on the roadway during a traffic stop. I didn't know about the chair. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I try to find compassion in certain situations like this. It's the same thing that happened when it came to Because people are just so willing to... Attack cancel. Now I was watching once again. I said I was watching uh, Grace Randolph, and I was watching John. You know, a lot of the other movie shows and stuff like that. And something get some inside news of things that could be going on. Uh, and according to uh, Grace Randolph on Beyond the Trail, look, I was just watching it before you called me over here. Uh-huh. Uh, she was saying that from some sources that that, that she has is that that. She's not going into detail, but something tragic happened to Ezra Miller earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And date has, I don't think he's been handling it well. Right. And they have tried to help him, but he's been kind of in a paranoid state and things have not been, had not been good. I don't know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. But I I'm going to assume that it has to do with loss. Yes, and, and I I understand how people can get you know like that with loss. However, that's no excuse for his actions. No, no. Uh, first of all, I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to come here and say that I'm not making any excuses for Andrew Miller. Okay. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. Right. But I can notify, I can try to look at the signs and see that this person needs some help. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And apparently he's he's had people that was with him. And it kind of like now he's kind of like more on the alone side. 
and he's been hanging out. People see him as Ezra Miller. He's hanging out with like fans, and that's not really a good idea. I don't. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I am not. Like I said, I just watched Grace Randolph's video, so this is coming from her. That and that's the source that I have coming from people that she knows in Hollywood. I don't know these people. I don't know anybody. I'm just a regular guy in his office recording podcasts, okay? Right. Santana goes for swag and everything like that. So I don't know anything deep beyond that. But I do know that for somebody like myself who has experienced loss, and and first of all, let me correct myself. Everybody has experienced loss. Yeah. Some may be closer, and sometimes it also depends how you experience loss. Mm-hmm. Also, because me and um, my wife, we're we're huge fans of, as you know, my wife loves her Dateline. She loves her Law and Order. She loves all that crime stuff, right? Yep. So we are huge fans of the, the Chicago universe that Dick Wolf created, and they had an episode. We was watching an old episode of Chicago Med where one of the residents jumped off the top of the hospital. Oh. Deep episode. Like, he came in like it was a regular day. And, you know, they said, hey, somebody wants to see you in, in this room. He just went, went, up to the, went up to the top floor, walked out on the balcony, looked out, just looked over, and just casually walked off. Deep stuff. And it was, the episode was, it was illustrating that every doctor... Or every person that that was in that ER that day is handling it differently, right? And because it's also like you said, and it's also how you lose somebody also could be the thing. And I don't know what the situation could be, but it mm-hmm. could have lost somebody. Like because when I lost my my mom last year, it, it wasn't just an open like you know, oh your mama old is dead. There was a lot of circumstance that was around it that I just couldn't wrap my mind around. Right, and to be honest with you, I still can't wrap my mind around it. Right, and there, and when you can't get the answer, it causes violence because you're angry. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm I'm just like this may not be Ezra Miller's problem, but I'm just going by for for, uh, for for my own issues. I know that when you can't get the answer that that that, that you that that you want to understand, it. It bothers the hell out of you, and you got, and anger is the only way you feel as though that, that you can express how you're feeling. Because there have been plenty of times that I have expressed anger when I shouldn't have, because I'm just angry. Because that that is part of the grief. And uh, everybody, like I said, everybody goes to the stuff differently until or until. It hits hits them home on hit, hits them on the front door, you know. So, right. Uh, I don't necessarily know what Ezra's most problems going to be, but right now, he, he he, there's no possible way he can be the Flash. Yeah, he's no. Nah. His Flash career is done. Maybe, uh. I don't know because it, I, I'm saying like, I don't know where Fantastic Beast is landing after this, but I'm just saying. But he can't be the Flash no more. To the point where I was just like, okay, well, Warner Brothers invest all that money. The movie is done. They're gonna release the Flash, but to, to to this point, I don't know if they should. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, because it's going to look bad on Warner Brothers either way. Well, and it, 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 look, it looks bad on them because they be, they were playing that hush-hush game. Also, not only that, they still have Amber Heard and Aquaman too. Yeah, we're going through that whole case it's, also. It's, yeah, they're, Warner Brothers is in a bad spot with everything right now. It's it's sad to see, but they're they're pretty much in a bad spot with everything. This is just just the mountain is getting fuller and fuller, and that rock is about to tip. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I don't know. Oh, it's about to. I think it's. I think it tipped over already. Oh yeah, it's just I, yep, I, it tipped. I, I, <laughs> it's, I, I, you're I right. Think, it tipped. I, I, I think it tipped, and I think. Warner Bros. has done a very shitty job at handling this. Because mm-hmm. this is not the first Ezra Miller rush. This man has been arrested before. He put an NBA final numbers up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, depending on what she be talking about. And then yeah. <laughs> he, he was accused of choking somebody a couple years ago. Yeah, so I remember I said, that. So like I said, I, I don't know truly what his what issues are, are have, happening with him in his personal life, or whatever the case may be, or even if they are personal, maybe it's just not. Maybe he just is fucking losing his mind. I don't know. Or the pressures of being an actor. I don't know this life. I don't know this life. You know, at, at all. But you have. You have. There's consequences for all your actions. But even with them consequences, it's like I can still try to get you help. But right now, because everybody was like, well, maybe they should reshoot. Do you know how expensive it is to reshoot a movie? A movie, and not only are you reshooting, this is not a let's replace Kevin Spacey in one of the movies. This is a let's replace the main star of this movie who's playing different versions of himself. Yeah. Yep. That's, and that, that, that was a delay on everything, and on top of that, you still have contracts with everybody else as a part of this movie. That's why it's to the point. It's like, you know, I, they may. St- I, I I really don't know what Warner Brothers is going to do. Cause I I, didn't, I don't know they're going to try to have this blow over type thing. But right now, it's getting to the point where you can't ignore it. And when you try to ignore it, it come the worst possible thing that can happen is when people start making comparisons. Right. And it, it's it's a natural human. Behavior. I'm gonna say it again. A natural human behavior. So when this happens, people are automatically gonna say, So y'all was quick to ban Will Smith from the Oscars for ten years. Even after I did my research, it doesn't mean shit. It really don't. So actually (laughs) Big Will got off kinda good because Big Will can still go to the after party. Big Will can still make movies and when I, and when Oscars just can't just go to the Oscars, which is a meet, which is a, has been falling for the past six years, so who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he just got banned from a boring work party. Exactly. That, that's all. That's, that's all. That's all it is. So, with that being said, it's like okay, fine, well, but it was like the response is quick. You had people talk about stuff. We need to hurry. We, we, we need to bump up this meeting because we're not going to tolerate this shit. Like, oh, calm down. Yeah. <clears throat> and 
Ezra Miller is out there doing this, and what about like, shh, we got the Flash coming out, or mm-hmm. shh, we got Fantastic Beasts coming out. So, so what? Right. Because now you have created this problem to the point where now you cannot avoid it. Now to the point it's like because now it could almost be a thing like if y'all keep him, let him do this behavior, whether he's hurt or not or going through something mental, he could hurt somebody else. Yeah. And I'm talking about more than just a one inch cut to somebody's head. I'm talking about because that happened over in wrestling. Uh, when we did the wrestling podcast, we talked about a, a former wrestler, WWE Hall of Famer, named Sonny. Her real name, Tammy Sitch. Mm-hmm. This, this, this woman, just the alcohol abuse and the racism and all this stuff like that stuff that, that, that she does. And eventually, everybody said, for, for that behavior, because y'all not, y'all not taking this shit seriously, she gonna kill somebody. What happened? She killed somebody. Mm. Just last month. And we talked about it. She killed somebody. Wow. Your condolences mean nothing when it could have been prevented. Right. Those are some of the worst types of death, in my personal opinion. When you could have took action. When it could have been prevented. Death happens. It happens every time. And sometimes freak accidents happen. Yep. And sometimes things just happen that we can't explain, and it just, it, it is what it is. Yep. But there are death deaths that happen that are preventable if this action, because it's like this happened to this, and it it all could it could all link up to something else if it was just taken care of when it was supposed to take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's like if, if a kid keeps leaving their toys on the step, and you keep walking past the toy, like, okay, that day you were lucky, and then one day you walking down, you walking down, or or your friend comes over, and they yeah. they, they come and they, they slip on the toy and something they break their neck. So How you. do you expect the family to feel towards you because you could have picked this toy up? Yeah. And now this whole this whole injury or death could have could have been prevented, but you did not do the necessary things you, you could have, and that's what I fear is with Ezra Miller. It's like you y'all have to get y'all have to get him some serious help, serious help. Yeah, because right now. This man is going down a road that could lead him into some real serious shit and to the point where he may have a career anymore. Which, right. I, which at, at this point right now, I don't even know how people can hire him right now. Yeah. Like I said, Warner Bros. is the only one that's hiring him. Only because only because his, his stuff is done. Because right now, he has tarnished that, that Flash character for me. Yep. And to the point where it's like I don't want to see you as the Flash right now. Yeah. Oh, because and then when I and then unfortunately every time I see it I think about this, and that's right. not what I should be thinking about when I see you in these movies. Exactly. Yep. And then and then, then it also makes you think like think like oh well damn look how much Warner Brothers fucked up again because of you know them picking Ezra Miller and all this kind of stuff like that. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Yep. That's the that's the kind of stuff that, that, that angers me and pisses me off and things like that. So 
your your, your final thoughts on it because I know I've been talking a, a lot on this stuff and I apologize. No, no, no. You have more insight than I have about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, again, like I feel bad that he lost someone. If if that's the case, um, but yeah, everyone lose someone, and that but that's no reason to go around being a shitty person to other people. Uh, if they don't, if he don't stop in his tracks, someone's going to get severely hurt, and the worst is going to come to worse. I hope he gets the, you know, the best therapist, the best care, something. He he needs something. He needs one hundred percent help. Because it's getting out of hand now. It, it really is. And one of us need to get get out their ass. Let their balls go. They got, they got to make a decision. Like, they should have been made a decision. But, you, like, this month, they, they, they got to let somebody know something. Right. They got to let somebody know and, something. And it's like, we're not asking for, like, a, a huge statement. We're just like, look, what are y'all going to do with them? Yeah, and which and, 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 and let's just be real. People when when Ezreal is is linked to, everybody wants to know what's going to happen with the Flash. That's that, that's the yep. main thing. What's going to happen with your movie? And I really think Warner Bros. wants to release it. I think they yeah. still want to release it. They do. They've been working on it for ages. They've been working on it for ages. Yeah. They've been delaying it because of these situations. And you know, you know why? Another reason why they they they, they, they want to release it because to. Is that to me, there are fans over here that's just like Chris Benoit. No mm-hmm. people in, in in the rest of the community, there are there there the Chris Benoit marks to the point where it's just like they ignore everything he did because they're, they're like he should be in the Hall of Fame. No, he shouldn't. Right. And I think what's going to happen is if they they feel so if they, if they cancel the movie, you're going to have the uh, hashtag you know restore. The Flash movie, stuff like that. And people are going to ignore something Ezra Miller has done. And they just want the Flash movie. And guess how that started? You see how everything's connected? Yep. Exactly. And, and you showed the fan base, like, if you fight for it long enough, you get what you want. And we got the side of her. Did this whole thing, y'all have created a toxic cloud. That's why I hope one of us, Discovery, can just... Uh, come in and kind of fix all this shit up, really. Hopefully. Ho- hopefully. <laughs> it, it's a it's a task, but hopefully they do. Uh, so, uh, what, what, what is it? Um, I, I, I wanted to play a little, because we, we, we talk about a lot of DC today, and I, I, I didn't know if you had any, had any gaming news or anything like that. Uh, not that I could think of right off the bat. No, but I honest. had so. There oh, you have did. Been, there have been a lot of Batman's and stuff going on, right? Yeah. And I got this idea from this magazine I was looking at uh, in the Acme when I was um, door dashing. Uh huh. Waiting a lot. So I'm going to ask you a series of Batman questions. Okay. And you have to tell me because I can give you my opinion too. You have to tell me. Which one do you feel so you like? For example, if I say, which one was the best Batman? From Adam West all the way down to, uh, <clears throat> what's his name? You know, from Twilight. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you let me know your opinion. Which one is the best that one? I'm going to ask you about 
Bruce Wayne. I want to ask you about. I want to ask you a lot of Batman questions. And I just want to see for, for since we just had the Batman and it's been, it's being kind of successful right now. I, yeah, I, I bet because they actually had a whole magazine of the evolution of Batman throughout the years. And I that would be nice. I would have loved to read uh, read that. Yeah. So I I, I figure okay, well the evolution of Batman all, all these years. I I want to see how you fare with that. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me start off with this. In your opinion, who is the best Batman? Just as Batman. Just as Batman. Uh, ben Affleck. Okay. In your opinion, who is the best Bruce Wayne? Uh, Michael Keaton. Okay. We already. Oh, this you said you sound like you're balling up your fist over there. No, I right. like, we got some disagreements, but okay. But uh, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> in your opinion, which was the best? Interpretation, which story was the best interpretation of Batman? Um, hmm. Until I see the new Batman movie again, I'm going to say the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. <clears throat> Who has, we, I actually argued with this with uh, my wife and Q-Flow. Mm-hmm. Which, who has the best Batmobile? Um, Robert Pattinson, I really liked the muscle car. Yes, that is nice. <laughs> I, I, I like Hellcats, so <laughs> that, that was a nice Batmobile. Uh-huh. Very sleek, under the radar, not too big. You know, you if you see it in the street, it's like, oh, it's just a normal guy. But it's like, oh no, he's chasing someone. Okay, yeah. which Batman could handle? Which version of Batman could handle the Bat Family storyline the best? This is going to... Okay, only because this movie did it. Lego Batman. That's actually a good answer. That is actually a good answer. I didn't expect that out of you. That's actually a good Only answer. because that movie yeah. actually did it. Uh-huh. So I gotta give it to that. Well, it did it right. We we saw the what are we gonna do? Pray. We don't talk about that. Not saying praying is bad, but uh that Yeah, line no, that line was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, what in your opinion is the worst Batman? Looney. Who was the worst Bruce Wayne? Probably, I probably the I, Christian Bale was the worst Bruce Wayne to me. Okay. Which Batman? And I asked you, which which Batman franchise had the best interpretation of Batman? Which one had the worst? Huh. I'm gonna gonna go out the box a little bit. Do do we have to pick like all strictly movie Batman's? I'm picking uh, this. Is, well, no, 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 no. I mean, 
if you if you want to talk about Batman the animated series, you can. Yeah, I was gonna say Batman Brave and the Bold had the worst interpretation of Batman for me. Although it, the series was like cool, but I was like, "This isn't Batman." <laughs> okay, he said that, that, that this isn't it. Uh, which which Batman do you think could not handle the Bat Family storyline? Um, Robert Pattinson. Okay, what is the worst Batmobile? The Dark Knight. Okay. I hated that thing. So it's time for me to answer my questions then. Yeah. I, I've okay. Here's the thing. Okay, okay. So for the best Batman, I have Michael Keaton. Okay. I love Michael, Michael Keaton's Batman. I was actually scared. Mm-hmm. You know, scared that you know he, he brought that dark and sense up to him. I, I can't wait for him to come back. Uh when it comes to best Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale. Really, I thought it was the best Bruce Wayne. I I would have loved it if he was cr- like Bruce Wayne in the movies. He was Bruce Wayne for a total of five minutes throughout that trilogy. because he was angry, he was snobby, he was rich, he knew he was rich, and he had that nonchalant attitude about him, which Clooney didn't have really because all he cared about was you know this this girl that he loved. Then uh, when it came to Val Kimmer, Val Kimmer was just there. And don't get me wrong, Val Kimmer's a great actor, but I was just like, mm-hmm. something's not right here. Because the way they portrayed Batman in that series, it was, I'm trying to get this girl. Right. And I'm like, when Christian Bale was just like, I can have any girl I want to, but, but deep down, he wants Rachel. Rachel! Deep down, he wants Rachel, but he don't let nobody see that because he's Bruce Wayne. Right. He didn't even let Rachel see that. That's what I like about it. Whereas uh, Val Kimmer and George Clooney was all focused on this one girl, yeah, and they was real. They, they they was willing to drop Batman just to have this girl. Like I'm gonna tell her who I am tonight. I'm like, what the fuck are you? What yeah, what is your problem? Like, <laughs> we one movie. You already steaming over the cold camera like this. Mm-hmm. Like now, I I said Michael Keaton because I like exactly what you said about him being Batman. Just a dark, sinister-ish type of vibe. Yeah. And I felt a very mature and wise, like, a seasoned Bruce Wayne when I watched him. You know, the, 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 the reason why I don't put him, he ain't my worst, but the reason why I don't put him in as my best Bruce Wayne is because Michael Keaton was, at, when he did not have the Batman thing on, mm-hmm. he was being, like, Michael Keaton, he was being... Comedic, okay, in, in in a way to the point where it it it, it was him being more so uh, sheltered and naive, mm-hmm. opposed to billionaire playboy. Okay, that's the only reason why. When it comes to uh, my uh, one of my favorite Batmobiles, because it it's between two, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of hate for this. It's between Batman and animated. No, well. Mm. The ones I really like is Batman Returns or Batman Anime Series. Okay, no. I, like that, I could get that. Nobody I, I, likes the Tumblr but me. I think because of how big it is, 
that's what just bothers me. I'm not I'm not one for like big cars. Oh, for one, man. I that, like the Tumblr and people was just and I got chewed out by your best friend, and he was like, "Ew!" I'm like, "What did you talk about? Nobody t-. like I actually bought Geo the uh, excuse me, my son. I bought him the the Tumblr when he was when he was younger to play with. I was like, I, I want to play it myself. That's a Tumblr. Bro. I gave him an Xbox. Tumblr. He gave him the original Xbox as a toy. <laughs> 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 That's what the Tumblr looks like. Oh, I, I did not like that bad movie. It, it, if it wasn't as big, I I probably wouldn't like it. The size of it, it was just like, bro, this is too big. I understand why. Understand the whole reason why. It was just like, bro, that is huge. You're right. Also, um, when it comes to which story I felt as though uh, interpreted Batman the best, it's either between Batman the anime series or The Batman. Oh, yeah, The Batman was great. Yeah. That was a great series. It, it, along with the animated series, Batman. Uh, but the, the Batman is what, that was my Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> growing up. And I was I was into that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, uh, uh, oh God, what was I gonna say? But I'm also, I'm also, along with they say about cartoon, I'm also talking about the movie, the Rob Patterson, the Batman. Oh, oh, you're talking about the movie or the show? I was, no, don't get me wrong. I did like the Batman, the show. Okay, I agree. I agree that that was a good term of Batman, also. But also, in referring to the movie. Okay, gotcha. I gotta watch it again. I again, I did. I don't feel like I gave it a fair chance. Because here's a, here's here's the reason for that. The Batman did something that I don't think that they did in Batman movies since the eighties. In the first Batman Keaton one was you had to make me scared of him, and they gotcha. they explained to him they explained weaponizing the dark because everywhere. A criminal does something, and it, it, it look into the shadows, and you're just like, "Is he in there?" And the, the thing is, I like how they illustrated the beginning of the movie. That you have some very creepy people doing some things that that will make you scared of them, but then it flips the switch. Like I'm more scared of Batman. Like when they when when that guy spoiler robbed the bank at the beginning, right? I mean, yeah, robbed a convenience store. And he had that that, that that scary pumpkin looking mask on. Yeah. It was meant to be scary, but then when he was running, and next thing you know, I'm just like, oh, snap. I'm more scared if the Batman comes out of there. Or you got those guys in, in that clown, or I don't know if it was clown makeup, but you know, their makeup where they just go knock people out. Yeah. And, and, and they was chasing that guy. I'd be frightened by them. Yeah. And, I The fear element in this, in that movie, was great. Yeah. Especially when the guy was just looking at the shadow and he was just breathing hard. He's like, all right, he ain't there, is he? Exactly. He ain't there, is he? And then when he comes out of the shadows, you just hear the footsteps. I'm like, that's scary, okay? Yeah. You know, because like, I'm just like, who is this guy? And you got to be crazy to come out from a subway thing in a bat suit. This guy's insane, okay? So you're not going, you're not going to fuck with this guy. That's what I. That's why I think it, it did one of the best interpretations. And when okay. it comes to which one, do, which, which Batman, I think can handle the Bat Family the best as easily as the Batman anime series. Yeah. 
Uh, now to answer my worst, the worst Batman to me is Clooney because oh, yeah. it wasn't yep. Batman; it was George Clooney with a mask on. <laughs> the every the intro alone killed the movie for me. Even when I was a young boy, and he came, he was like this. Uh, this is why Superman works alone. And I'm just like, what? Okay, I forgave that. But that's not what. <laughs> the, the thing that bothered me was when he crashed in, right? Mm-hmm. Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. I said, and <laughs> it's over. Goodbye, Clooney. This is not working for me. This is not working for me. I was a George Clooney like, fan. I watched you. Like, no, you are not. I said, I said, no, no, you, you are a regular white man in leather. That's all you are. You are not Batman. I'm sorry. That. Mm-mm. Now I saw that uh, he's the worst Batman, and I think George Clooney is the worst Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I think wow. I, I think everything about what he did was stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this. I said, this is not Batman. This is not somebody that's suffering from pain. This is just a privileged white guy, right? Who is just bossing everybody around and wants to have all the answers and I I, 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 I want to show no emotion like he sucked at everything and because George Clooney is a great actor yeah I had a problem with George Clooney it's the, as Batman I was just like Clooney how did you fuck this up this bad <laughs> if if I see George Clooney come out from the shadows in that Batman costume I'm not scared at all I'm not scared at all. And if I see him as George Clooney, I'm just like, this man was like, I'm going to tell her who I am and give it up in the middle of a mission. That's how much the pussy was talking to him. (laughs) They didn't even find Freeze yet, and he's talking about stuff. I'm about to give up, uh, let her know that I'm Batman, reveal the secret. Like, what is going on? (laughs) You're Bruce Wayne. Oh, God, that bothered me. Worst Batmobile, Batman Forever. I don't remember that one. The blue highlights with the Batwing. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Wait, that Batman Forever was when everything was just bad. The suits, the Batman <laughs> and Robin is when everything was bad. Batman okay, Forever, that was Batman and Robin. All right. Batman Forever had some for, forgivable quality because that's when we had Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Gotcha. And Tommy Jones Two Face, but that. Batmobile with the neon blue light. I'm like, nothing says scary and, you know, incognito coming down the street did, did sapphire lights and big-ass bat wings. And to the point where Dick Grayson was driving it and he was making it bump like uh, like hydraulics, like, like, you know, like it was a low ride. I said, this is the Batmobile, y'all. Look up. I can't believe he... Look, look at a picture of that and say, that is the ugliest, worst I'm, Batman. I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs> yes. Is, that is the worst Batmobile <laughs> they ever did. That's why I was like, people people mad at the tumble. I'm like, look at Batman Forever's Batmobile. It, it, uh, it's just the tumbler didn't seem practical for what they were going for. Because that was the, that was the most Batman ground... Forever. The Wolf of Batman Forever that, went up a wall. It did. But, <laughs> it did. But Dark Knight was like, it was the most grounded that we had Batman. So he was driving a Hummer. 
bro. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's just no. <laughs> you, if, if you're being practical and you got these guys shooting at you, you ain't got time for the. You ain't got time for this neon shit. You gotta. You gotta get a fucking tank. That's what it was. It was a tank. Batman needed a tank. Look, man, he had a Hellcat. <laughs> That's until I watch until until I watch that movie again, <laughs> the Hellcat. <laughs> I'm riding for the Batman Hellcat. That's the that's the one thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> yeah, that that stalled. <laughs> okay, look, yeah, the, well, that, that, that that just falls into the realistic territory. And realistic you know, territory Bat- is if I'm going up against crazy people, I need a tank. Bat- Batman's an everyday man. Of course, his car is going to stall on him sometimes. No, <laughs> no, you don't get that when you're rich, bro. You got enough money to fix that damn no. uh, that axle. Come on now, okay. I'll hear that. Now I'll give it this: the 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 Batman. It was unintentionally funny at one part when the black guy tried to grab his mask and he just struck him instantly. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm like, sir, you are the bravest man in the world for trying to. Take this hat off the house, God damn. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the worst story to interpret the, the whole Batman story, and, and, and the worst one, I think, was. Um, Adam West's Batman. Okay. I know what she's Oh, about. yeah. Why <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I know it's cheesy, but I'm sorry. The bad phone bothered me. Okay. Everything was bad about that movie. The way they were just running. Uh, I'm sorry, not movie. Series. No, okay, you know what? You can talk, you can talk about the, the running, too. Because the runner was just bad, also. It, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. It was funny because we saw. Uh, side note, but it's my podcast. Me and me and my son was uh me and my son and my daughter. My daughter fell asleep, but we was outside. Uh, it was the last week or, or two weeks ago doing Target, and it was raining hard outside. I think it was last week. We see this. We we, we it's, it's raining hard. We're in the car while my wife is at Target getting her stuff. This guy tells his wife to wait right there at the Target platform. He runs up to his car mm-hmm. to get the car. The way he ran to his car. <laughs> Remember how Jeffrey White ran in the Batman when, when he was trying to when he was trying to stop him from beating that dude into that adrenaline shot? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, but thirteen times more animated. <laughs> like he was hot stepping. I'm just imagining the woman. Say what? Just imagine the woman just looking at him like, "Stay right here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> the funny thing was my son laughed and I was trying to laugh because I caught it from my mirror I saw it but he was laughing I was like yo wait till the car drive by wait till the car drive by wait till he pick up his wife and let him go off before yeah th- then you start laughing <laughs> because the way Jeffrey White was running had his hands all up like this he was doing a little press but imagine that 13 times more exaggerated with, with, with like high stepping I was just like <laughs> Bro, they wouldn't get nothing wet. That, that, it's like he was jumping from the ring. <laughs> if he slipped, that would have just made like. <laughs> I thought I thought you was gonna say he slipped. 
Oh, dude, was, if he had slipped in front of his car, the car alarm went off, I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. I, I couldn't hold back the laughing, but I ain't trying to laugh at no people like that. Like, <laughs> me. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> oh, man. That was hilarious. Oh, I, I, I had to just, I had to bring that up. Oh, man. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna throw one more question in for you. Which yeah. one had, <laughs> which Batman had the best Alfred? The best Alfred. Um. Um, Scar, Jeffrey Irons. I like that Alfred. I like them. Yeah, I like them a lot. What's the worst one? Uh. Off of lore, Andy Circuit. I was about to say Andy Circuit. To me, I think it's the weakest one. Off of lore. I was like, bro, you, you're fucked up. <laughs> like, you knew this? <laughs> like, you knew this? <laughs> and the way, how calm Bruce was just sitting there at the hospital. Like, you knew all along? <laughs> like, this is Batman still. <laughs> he could choke me out. Yeah. First off, I like the way him and Alfred's relationship was. I know it was early. You're not my father. Nick, I, excuse me. My leg. <laughs> Who was you talking to like this? <laughs> I, man, look, I, oh, I was just like, okay. It was between that one and the one from the the, the 90s Batman with, 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 with Joe Schumacher took over. No, I don't even remember that. Oh, you, you, you don't remember? I'll cancel the pizzas. You remember that, Alfred? No. <laughs> what? At the beginning of Batman and Robin, and then, and then well, first of all, at the beginning of Batman, Batman Forever, this is why I was like, Joe Schumacher should be slapped. I erase Batman Forever and Batman and Robin from my memory somehow. Val, look, so. Val Kimmer's just like, no, no. I, I was like, should you pack a sandwich, sir? And Val Kimmer's just like, I'll get drive through. Okay, I said, you know what? I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. But then Baby the Robin came around. He was just like, here, here, here go Robin. Don't wait up, Al. He's like, I'll cancel the pizzas. I don't remember that, but and I okay. Said, he didn't just say that. I, I'll take your word. I I, I don't remember that. You ain't gotta take my word for it. <laughs> I, I want to keep that memory erased. I don't. <laughs> I'm, so, I don't need anything to trigger it back. So, those, yeah, those are like the worst two hours. I was just like, y'all just got this, this weak old man who's just a butt. I'm like, oh, man, Alfred is good at something. I, I, the Jeremy Irons Alfred and Michael Caine were the best Alfreds to me. Mm. In my personal opinion. But, yeah. Right. That's all I want to talk about. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much up to, uh, the podcast. You know, a couple quick topics. I don't need to, you know, egg it on any more than it needs to be. You want to start a fight next week and do one for Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, please. Well, if hopefully you, I'm available I'm next week. Say, I'm I'm say, like, I'm like, say, no, 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 no big promises because, you know. Yeah, I was like, I kind of said that prematurely. Let me let me make sure I'm available I'm, I'm before. I, I know we can have an argument about, I know we can have an argument about fucking Andrew Garfield. I know that. We was, I'm swinging. Like, yeah. I already Tassel. had an argument with Q this week about Spider-Man 3. <laughs> What what is it argue about? <laughs> like, look, I said the the script of the movie is definitely over uh, underrated. 
the movie execution bad. And he's already, I was like, so I was like, what was wrong with it? He was like, this ain't Spider Man. And I'm like, this is what happens when, uh, ooh, I was about to say it. This is what happens when people watch the comic story and videos and think they know everything about Spider Man. Y'all don't, okay? Oh, Spider Man. <laughs> why, why are you coming Rob like that with his beautiful voice? <laughs> Let me serenade you real quick. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, I was because he was like, man, oh, it was all this love story. I'm like, Peter Parker, ninety five percent of Spider Man stories deals with relationships. If you want to see Spider Man ship, that comes with the package. I mean, I didn't have a problem. With it. I just had a problem with MJ breaking his heart. Like he, he, he says, you know, what you you know what you was part of. Bro, MJ, MJ toxic. We she knew this from day one. <laughs> that made everything for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, MJ, it, Peter proposed to MJ. MJ jumped off a building. And he's like, what you doing? I just wanted to make sure you really loved me. We, You could have found that any other way. Like, like, like seriously, like, you know, Hallmark card or something. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Axe, you know? Say, I'm fucking Spider-Man. What the fuck are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That made no sense, but yeah. But we better get ready to close out the podcast, guys. Make sure you guys go check out spacesfully.com and go check out all the great other content that we have up there uh, as well as you guys heard in the beginning. And so once again, this is uh, NC and Place to Beach. I'm not Andy, but we're not doing that. We're the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam and the anime hero Swag on Zero. Thanks for having me. I had something to say this time. All right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't have to have you because you know. You a part of this podcast, but you know what I'm saying? But hey, scheduling is hard. Scheduling is hard. I know. Since, yeah. since you've been going, so all right. Well, then, uh, Q Flow, wh- whoever you at is not watching Spider Man 3, I know. Uh, <laughs> take us out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 